Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is your Apostle Reddick with Converting Souls Apostolic Ministries. And today I am preaching on the order of angels with the angelic spirits of the Bible. The teaching on the spirits of the Bible. And this order of angels is for the heavenly angels. We learned last week that the heavenly angels are those that are of God, the Most High, Elroy, El Shaddai, Jehovah, Yahweh, and Yah, all his names, and there are more. But I want you to understand these angels that come in an order. So before I get started in preaching, I would like everyone to bow their heads. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your word. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your strength. I pray that you would open up the eyes and ears of the hearers that they may see you and be glorified. And that you may be glorified. I pray that you would move by your spirit, giving them understanding and the knowledge of your angels. For Christ is in the first order of angels and although he was begotten and not created he is found in the scriptures as one of your archangels your first order of angels but yet he is your son not created but begotten So, Father, have your way and be glorified in the lives of your people. Be glorified, Lord, as I preach this message. Empower your people. Give them the understanding that they need. Holy Spirit, the power of the Most High. Holy Ghost, I yield my vessel to you. And I pray that you would have your way in me and be glorified in the earth. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. So we're talking about the order of angels. There are three orders. You have the first order, which are the archangels. The archangels are the highest level of angels they are the leader of the army angels of heaven they're the first order of angels then we have the seraphim the seraphim their presence betoken God's glory where God's throne is. 
They're called the burning ones. Their name means burning ones. Then we have the cherubim. The cherubim is the third order of angels. And they are where God's throne is. And they are strong angels and they also have blessings that come along with them. If you read Ezekiel 1, chapter 1 and chapter 10. But today I'm not talking about the second order of angels, seraphim, or the third order of angels, cherubim. I'm talking to you today about the archangels, the ruling messengers. The archangels, they come to rule, govern, express a distinction of rank. And not only of the special work and service for which one is sent. Anytime you see an archangel, you better believe a fight, a battle is going on. I want you to understand, to rule and govern, this is the chief prince, the archangel. And last week we learned that Michael is one of the chief princes, the archangel. In the Bible, his name is mentioned. His only name of one of the created angels are mentioned in the Bible. He is the leader, the chief prince. And he's one of them. So when I say he's one of them, that means there are more of them. Daniel, the 10th chapter. Daniel, the 10th chapter. But the prince of the kingdom of Persis. Daniel 10, 13. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days below Michael, one of the chief princesses. He was a chief prince. That means he's one of the first. How can I say it in today's terms that you would understand it? He is a... a like the general. He's, I don't know that rank in the military army, but he's the head of the heads. 
But I want you to understand. He's the chief. Verse 21 says, But I will show thee that which is noted in the scripture of truth. In the scripture of truth. And there is none that holdeth with me in these things. There is none that strengtheneth me in these things. But Michael your prince. This is the angel. We're talking about Michael the archangel. In the scripture of truth. Jude, the first chapter. Now, we are always told in the Bible what his job as an archangel is. He's the leader of the army of angels in the kingdom of heaven. Jude 1, 9. He says, Yet Michael the archangel... When contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses. Dost not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke you. When God want to deal with demonic forces, like angels who hold up the answer to your prayers... Or like Satan who needs to be thrown out of heaven from his first inhabitation. That is Michael the archangel. He's the prince. And when God wants something done, he's going to send his prince. He contends with Satan. Now this is the first angel we hear of contending with the devil. But there is coming another angel, and he's going to contend with him. And when he contends with him, he's going to be bound a thousand years. So Michael fought against the dragon and cast him out of heaven. God changed his name before he left this first habitation. Before he left heaven. They fought against the dragon. Cast him out of heaven. That's in Revelations 12. 7 through 9. But God changed his name. Before he left heaven. In heaven he was called Lucifer. But by the time. The iniquity was found in him. In Revelation chapter 12, it gives a description of the war in heaven. And Michael and his angels, remember his angels are the army angels. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels. In the war in heaven. And the dragon and his angels prevailed not. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. 
and the great dragon was cast out. And now Revelation John the Apostle. He's going on saying. That old serpent called the devil and Satan. These are his names which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. We're talking about Michael, the chief prince, uh, the prince of cherubim and fallen angels, uh, was cast out by the archangel, Michael, the first order of angels. We learned last week that Michael, this chief prince, is a sign as the guardian of the Jews. And we learned that the believers, the people in the end time, in the tribulation, he will be there to fight against Satan and his army. In the battle Matthew twenty four. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, nor now ever shall be. The great tribulation. Luke, the 10th chapter. Michael is assigned in that time. Luke 10, 20. Well, let's go to Daniel 12, 1 first. And we're going to come back to Luke 10, 20. Daniel 12, 1. And at that time shall Michael stand up the great prince, which stands for the children of thy people. And there should be a time of trouble, such as never was since. There was a nation even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one who shall be found written in the book. Michael is going to stand up. And if your name is written in the book, what book are we talking about? What book? What book? Daniel is giving us instructions about Michael, the chief prince. Time of trouble. 
Never was since there was a nation even to that same time. This trouble is going to be worse than what the Jews have ever seen. This trouble is going to be worse than the Jews have ever seen. But at this time, God is saying, Your people shall be delivered. Everyone that is found written in the book. What book? If we go to Luke 10 20, Luke 10 20, Luke 10 20 is talking about the book. And this is where Jesus has just told his disciples not to rejoice that you got power over demons and devils. He's saying in verse 20, rejoice rather that your names are written in the book. Because your names are written in heaven. What book? Let's go to Revelation. I want to go to Revelation. We're talking about this book that our names are supposed to be in. I can't rejoice that I have power over a demon and devil. But I can rejoice that my name is written in heaven. I can rejoice for the people who in Daniel chapter 12, that when Michael stand up uh, in the time of great trouble, like no nation has ever seen, the people whose names is written in this book uh, will be saved. What is this book? I need you to go to Revelations, the 20th chapter. He said, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away. I'm in verse 11, chapter 20 of Revelation. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. And the books were open. Now see, another book was open, which is a book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their work. Verse 15. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life. This is the book. The book of life. The Jews whose names is written in heaven. And this book of life. Will be saved in the time of great trouble. That no nation has ever seen. That means not even the time of holocaust. Why? Because a more, a more troublous time is coming. 
He said, like no nation has ever seen. And to us as a people, that was a horrible time. you to know the book of life is important the book of life saves us my name's written in heaven this is why we should rejoice we will not die a second death we will live eternally with God and those names from what we just read about Daniel Those Jews whose names is written in this book. Michael will stand up for you. And the Bible says you will be saved in that time. He's going to deliver the people in the end time tribulation. The Bible calls it. The great tribulation. Now let's talk more about his army angels that follow the chief prince, Michael. The archangels. The chief princesses are the archangels. uh, The ones in charge of the army angels. Let's go. We're in Revelation. Let's go to the ninth chapter. Revelation nine fifteen. And the four angels were loosed. Let's let's go back up one. Thirteen. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God. Here, John is having a revelation in heaven. And he says, the angel sounded. And when the angel sounded, I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar. In heaven, there's gold, gold, gold. The golden altar, which is before God. The golden altar. Saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in that great river, Euphrates. Uh, God got angels bound somewhere in the earth. And the book of Revelation is giving us instruction on where these angels are bound. Uh, They're in the great river, Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed. Which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year. For to slay the third part of men. Now whose side are they fighting? It's not saying if God is given the command to loose the angels. 
He says, and the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of man. This is of a future event. It is not for today. This is a prophecy. I need you to understand that. It's for a time to come. A time that God knows that he will have the sixth angel sound the trumpet. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000, thousand, and I heard the number of them. The army angels, um, he said the number of the horsemen were 200,000, thousand. Two hundred thousand thousand and I heard the number of them. He never releases the number of them, just the two hundred thousand thousand. That's a lot of horses and horsemen. That's a large army of angels. Let's go to Daniel the seventh chapter. Daniel, the seventh chapter. The ninth chapter, I mean, the ninth verse. I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the Ancient of Days did sit. The Ancient of Days. And I beheld the thrones were cast down. The Ancient of Days, Jehovah, God Almighty, Elroy, Jehovah Shalom, Yahweh, Yah. Elohim is his name. Whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool, and his throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousand thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. Where do you think they were? In the future with God in Revelation. This is a future prophecy. He said, and the books were open. That's why I pointed out the books to you. So that we can understand the prophecy of God. And the fight and the war that is to come. It's not here yet. The time of God is not set. But he shows us. He gives us a picture that the Ancient of Days. Daniel is seeing it in his day. In John in Revelation. On the island of Patmos. It's giving us an account of what is to come. Daniel did it in his day. John is, did it in his day. 
God is showing us what is to come. And it's not time yet. But the books are important. And I pray that your name is written. I pray that your name is written. Because as Christian believers, we will not be here during part of the tribulation time. We won't be here. So if there are Christians, the tribulation time is not yet. And I want to read down. Thousands and thousands ministered unto him. We're talking about the angels of heaven that ministered unto him. 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. Now at this point, and the judgment was set and the books were open. And I beheld then because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake. I beheld, I beheld even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. As concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. Daniel seeing the prophecy of what's to come. The book of Revelation verifying the prophecy of Daniel of what is to come. Verse 13. And I saw in the night visions. A night vision is a dream. I want you to understand. He's saying I'm seeing in the night vision. God has given him a prophetic dream. And when it's God you know it. Because it is prophetic. It's a dream of prophecy. You must understand that. I saw in the night visions and behold, one like the son of man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the ancient of days. He said, listen, I saw the ancient of days, but I saw one like unto the son of man. And we learn in the New Testament, the first four book of the Gospels, who the Son of Man is. And it is Jesus himself. He says, I saw and behold one like the Son of Man came with clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days and they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion and glory in a kingdom that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom which shall not be destroyed. We're talking about prophecy to come. We're talking about prophecy to come. Daniel is speaking of Christ, the Messiah, the Son of Man. Revelations, the 19th chapter.
the son of man the prophecy of which is to come that's a scene of what's to come and he saw it in a prophetic dream by God Psalms 19, verse 14. We're talking about the army angels here. Do you see how many is in heaven? We can't even count all the angels. The, the 200,000s and thousands. Now there was a number in Daniel. Now we're back in Revelation. to go back up because I'm getting to the place where Daniel introduced the son of man but here it is the one that was begotten and not created the son of man Jesus Christ himself the chief of chiefs The Prince of Princes. The Archangel of Archangels. Jesus Christ. He is introduced with the army of angels. In Revelation the 19th chapter the 11th verse. And I saw heaven opened. Here it is John the Apostle. He said in an open heaven. He said in the second heaven do you understand that he's not seeing where we can see God has opened the first heaven that he can see into the second heaven he's having an open heaven he's having a vision And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, uh, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. That is the names of Christ. And his name is called Faithful and True that sat upon him. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And we think we know all the names of Christ because they're written in the Bible. And it's, his names are important. That's how you get to, when you study the names of the Godhead of the Christians, when you study the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, when you study their names, you get to know who they are. You get to know your God. You get to know the Holy Gods. And I want you to understand, Jesus Christ, the Son of Man, 
in verse 12 the name that nobody knew but he himself um, and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood and his name is called the word of God his name is called the word of God every time you open this Bible you are reading Jesus his name is called the word of God His name is called the Word of God. You are reading Jesus. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon a white horse, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. The armies, the armies in heaven, the chief of chief princesses, you are talking about the Son of Man, the Son of God, the one not created, but just exists. The one that is begotten and is called the Son of Man. I want you to understand who Christ is and his army and his deity. And out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. Out of his mouth. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. Remember his name is the word of God. And the word of God is the sword of the spirit. This is a choice weaponry of the Holy Ghost. It's to speak Christ in the earth. Um, the, the chief weapon of the Holy Ghost uh, is to be the testimony of our God, of our King, of our everlasting Father, Jesus Christ himself. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that which that with it he should smite the nations and he shall rule them with a rod of iron and treadeth the wine presses of the fierceness and wrath of almighty god and he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written king of kings and lord of lords here we have the son of man Faithful and true is his name. The word of God is his name. And he rules. And a sharp sword cometh from his mouth. And he's delivering the fierceness of the wrath of Almighty God, of his Father. And here we have some more names. King of kings and Lord of lords. And don't forget the name no man knows but he himself. And I saw an angel stand in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God. We're talking about the archangels. Christ being the chief of chiefs, uh, the archangels of archangels, not the created, but existed God. Revelation 14, 14. 
Revelation 14, 14. And I looked and behold a white cloud. And upon the cloud one sat like unto the Son of Man. Here we have the archangel of archangels. Not created but self-existing. And also because of the name Son of Man. The only begotten Son of God. Son of man, son of God, the archangel of archangels, having on his head a golden crown and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud. Another angel is crying to Christ. He said, thrust in thy sickle and reap, for the time has come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. God talks about this. This is why I'm telling you, this is the time where he's going to reap the earth. He's going to come in the cloud. He's not coming and standing and walking like he did already. This reaping is to receive the believers. And he that sat on the cloud thrust in the sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. And another angel came out of the temple which is in heaven. He saw he also had a sharp sickle. And another angel came out from the altar which had power over fire and cried with a loud cry to him that had the sharp sickle saying thrust in thy sharp sickle and gather the clusters of wine of the earth for her grapes are fully ripe. And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and cast it unto the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress was trodden without the city, and the blood came out of the winepress, even unto the horses' bridles, by the space of a thousand and six hundred furlongs. I have to correct myself here. This is the reaping. But it's not the time for the Christians to leave the earth. This is a different sickling in the earth. He is sitting on the cloud like he's going to come. But here I'm not seeing something that's missing. And that's the shout of the archangel. So there's a difference here. And I want you to understand that I got them a little mixed up. But this one is not when we meet the Lord Jesus in the air. This is the day of judgment that we've been talking about even from Daniel. This is in, let's go there. 
let's go there. Let's go, Matthew. Let's go to where he's talking about. Matthew, it's, I want to say it's in Matthew, but here it is, Matthew 25, 31, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory and before him all shall be gathered all nations. This is the gathering. This is the judgment. But he reaps the sheep first. He reaps those that walk in righteousness with him first. Then he reaps the goats. It is a time for judgment. This too is a prophecy. I want you to understand where Christ is falling in alignment with prophecy. Verse 14 describes him. And what he's going to do from 14 to 16, the thrusting in the sickle and reaping. For the time has come for thee to reap. For the harvest of the earth is ripe. And he that sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. So we have the other archangel that is clearly named in the Bible. Michael, the created angel by God, and Jesus, the Son of God, Son of Man, self-existing and begotten. Son of God. Now, here, I want you to hear. This is what I was telling you beforehand. 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter. The 16th verse. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the Christ shall rise first. It is so similar to the reaping in Revelation 14, 14 through 20. But we understand here that the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which remain now and that are alive shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we be ever with the Lord. 
This catching up is what we call the rapture. The biblical term is to be caught up. The term that we use in the Christian faith among, uh, among ourselves is rapture. This is Christ with the voice of the archangel. The only other archangel mentioned in the Bible. But we must remember this point. Uh, he self-exists. Son of God. Son of man. Where Michael is a created archangel. John the 5th chapter. The 25th verse. John the 5th chapter the 25th verse John 5:25 Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. For as the Father hath life in himself, so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself, and hath given him the authority to execute judgment, also because he is the Son of Man. Do you, are you connecting what Christ is saying? Do you see him in the scripture? Can you hear him? He has the authority to execute judgment. And what do we read in Revelation 14? He's going to thrust in his sickle. In 1 Thessalonians 4.16, he's going to give off the voice of the sound of the archangel. And he is going to call the dead first. And we who remain will be caught up with them in the air. The voice of the archangel shall sound. And he has the authority to execute judgment. I want you to understand. Can you hear him right now? He's calling. Are you ready to arise? There's revelation in the scripture that's just not about the future prophecy. In verse 27, 25, he said, now is, now is, can you hear his voice? The dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. Are you ready to live? The voice of the archangel. Are you ready to live? Can you hear his voice? He's letting you know what's to come. And he, Jesus Christ, the Son of Man, the faithful and true one, the Word of God, 
God, the King of kings and Lord of lords, uh, the name that no man know but he himself. Son of man, Son of God. Are you hearing the Son of God today? He says, they that hear shall live. Are you ready to live? If you hearing him, if you hearing him, then you've heard, you have salvation. And now he's speaking at a different time. He's speaking to you differently. And he's saying, I need you to live. He's clearing out some more dead areas. And he's empowering you some more. You ready to live? Zechariah, the third chapter. Zechariah, the third chapter. When Christ and the angels begin to execute judgment. When Michael the archangel was given permission by God to execute judgment. Zechariah the third chapter. And he showed me Joshua the high priest. Standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan. Standing at his right hand to resist him. Saying the adversary. Ready to resist him. He's standing against Joshua. And the Lord said unto Satan. The Lord rebuke you Satan. Even the Lord that hath chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? Christ is speaking here. The Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke you, O Satan. Oh, Jesus. Is this not a brand plucked out of the fire? When Satan is against you, does not Christ stay on your behalf? The Lord rebuke you, O Satan. This is a brand plucked out of the fire. Joshua, the high priest. Joshua, a brand plucked out of the fire. How many high priests have been plucked out of the fire? A brand plucked out of the fire. Whom Satan resists. And Christ himself our chief. Uh, <laughs> the bishop and shepherd of our souls. Uh, the apostle. The first archangel. The one that's not created, uh, 
the one that's self-existing, who is God himself, uh, the everlasting father. And he says, saying, the Lord rebuke you. How many archangels, how many high priests of God had Christ have to say on his behalf, uh, the Lord rebuke you. The Lord, he sends his archangels when Satan is a problem. And we've seen in Daniel, we've seen in Revelation, how Christ intervenes on our behalf. He intercedes for us. And when Satan is an adversary against you, he will stand up himself and say, the Lord rebuke you. I want you to understand when Michael, the archangel, dealt with Satan, he said, the Lord rebuke you. He repeated the words of our Savior. He repeated the words of our Christ. He repeated the word of the faithful and true one. He repeated the words of the Son of Man, Son of God. To execute judgment. Christ as archangel. The mighty angel in Revelation 10. The prophecy. Which is the mystery. In Revelation 10. He says, verse 7, But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God shall be finished, as he hath declared to his servants the prophets, and the voice which I heard from heaven. Verse 10, verse 1. Chapter 10, verse 1. Let's go back up. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud. If you notice, every time the Son of Man is clothed in a cloud, this gives us reference to whom the Apostle John is speaking. And he is going to end all things. In verse 7, the mystery is complete. The prophecy to come is going to end by the hand and the sword of the mouth of Christ. I want you to understand. Matthew 28:18 Let's go to Revelation 1 Revelations 1:15 He says in his feet 
was like unto fine brass. And as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice was of the sound of many waters. And he that had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. We're going to go back up to verse 13. And the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man. I want you to know him by the name, the Son of Man. He's talking about the Messiah. Christ, the Holy One of Israel. And he was clothed with a garment down to the foot and gird about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool as the snow and his eyes were as a flame of fire. Chapter 10. And a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. This, the strong angel, Matthew 28. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. 28.18 28.18 This is Christ, the one who is the living Lamb. The living Lamb. The one that can execute judgment and authority in the earth. The one who has given all power in heaven and in earth. I need you to get to know the Son of Man, the Son of God. In every area of the Word of God, which is His name. Every time you open this book. This is the book of eternal life. This is to know him, God the Father, and he whom he hath sent, the Son of Man. And when you open the Word of God, it gives you knowledge of the Son of God and God the Father. The Word of God, the name of Christ, by which we have eternal life. It's an important book. It's an important book. And I need you to understand the rainbow on the angel is the promise of God. Never to re destroy the earth again by water and all its inhabitants. Heavenly Father, 
I give you the praise, O Ancient of Days. I give you the praise, O Ancient of Days. And to your Son, the Son of Man, Son of God, the Archangel, that self exists. Not created. And by him, all things end. By him, he leads us in war and battle. The one that's faithful and true, and out of his mouth comes a sharp sword. But the sword is your word. It's a word. It's your word. It's your word, Father. The word that you've given to the only begotten Son, whose name is the Word of God. In it we have eternal life. It is an important book. But we must understand as believers, our name must be written in the most important book of all, the book of life that you have in heaven. So Father, I pray right now that those that are hearing the sound of my voice, those that are hearing that they hear and live that their name may be written in the lamb's book of life the living lamb that their name is written in heaven in this book of life that they would have eternal life not just on the day of judgment but jesus said now even now the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. So, Father, I pray that those that are hearing the voice of Christ, as I have lifted him up today by your word, that they receive the Son of Man, Son of God, into salvation and eternal life. For the Son of Man, the Son of God, was given all power in heaven and in earth. And he, by him, the mysteries of God will end. Father, I pray right now for every person that now receives your Son as Lord and Savior. That now God has repented and has opened up and shed light on the dead areas in their life that they may live. Father, I pray that you will receive them. Lord Jesus, I pray that you will receive them. That they may too have eternal life now and forevermore. Father, have your way. Holy Ghost, have your way in the earth today. 
In Jesus Christ's name. The archangel of God that self exists. The leader of God's army angel in prophecy to come. Have your way, Lord. Because, yes, he even leads us now. As we war by the swords of our mouth, by the word of God. Out of our mouth is a sharp sword, the word of God. Thank you for using metaphors so that we can understand how sharp our mouth can be. When we preach your word, when we speak your word in truth, truth is your word. Faithful and true are you, Lord. Thank you for showing us that you are the word of God, Jesus. Amen and amen.